0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, or ELI 5, the podcast where we take questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that is easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about national debt. And specifically, most countries in the world do seem to be in debt, but who do they owe exactly and what are the consequences for them being in debt? I mean, I hear the US is getting close to $20 trillion in national debt. Um... So who do we owe, and where does
1: it go when it gets repaid? $20 trillion. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a really big number. Yeah, uh, I see that number in the headlines a lot. Uh, but it's actually it's, a, it's a pretty interesting topic. So they, they owe regular people, mostly, actually. Yeah. So the vast majority of U.S. debt uh, is owned by American citizens in the form of government bonds. Now... It, it might seem like a boring topic, but trust me, it's pretty interesting. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah, it makes much more sense because it's not the country that's in debt. It's actually just the, the government that's in debt. And just like a right. company can borrow from banks or private investors, the government can borrow from its people or other countries, right? That's called using leverage to kind of do really interesting stuff.
0: Okay, so we've got to talk about what government bonds are.
1: Yes, so uh, governments typically take on debt by issuing something called a bond a bond is essentially kind of a promise, right? Uh, A promise that after a specific amount of time, we'll pay you back a particular amount with interest. For example, you might buy a one-year government bond at a price of $100 for an interest rate of 3%. And the government is essentially promising that after one year, they'll pay you $103. In reality, bonds often last a lot longer than that. Uh, There are five, 10, even 50-year bonds and the longer the timescale, the longer that uh, the government is holding your money, uh, the higher rate of interest usually.
0: Right, we could do a whole ELFI <laughs> on just bonds and the mathematics behind it, but we're not going to do that. Uh, what I want to know is who buys and owns these bonds?
1: Okay, so in America, the vast majority of government debt is owned by American citizens. It's usually individuals, but also corporations and banks. And there is a small amount that's owned by foreigners, either foreign individuals or corporations or even by foreign governments.
0: Okay, so tell me about like those other countries that also buy American debt. How's it split?
1: Yeah, so uh, the split is that 53% of the U.S. national debt is owed to itself. Mm-hmm. So some of that is uh, money owed to future investments, much like how you're borrowing money from your own retirement account, right? Uh, for example, some countries like Japan, they have national debts that are 2 or 3 times their entire GDP. But in Japan's case, almost all of it is owed to itself. So it's not like it's owing money to other people. Right. Uh, nobody can ever really call to, to collect. Uh, and like I said, like I said, uh, foreign governments do buy each other's bonds. So tell us about that then. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other 47% of the US debt is held by foreign governments. Uh, China and Japan, the two largest holders, hold about seven to 8% each. And this, is, this does get tricky because the value of bonds fluctuate with the relative strength of each other, each country's uh, currency exchange rates. Mm-hmm. Right, now you're adding a whole other dimension to it, which makes all the math a little complicated. But in general, countries only want to buy another country's bonds if they're pretty sure that the government is going to be stable and around in like 10 years' time to pay up. Uh, and they're confident that the currency isn't going to change much either.
0: Right, so the government's not just going to print some more money and make everyone's bonds worth less.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So what's the problem then when debt grows too large?
1: The consequences of government um, you know, indebtedness can range from some trivial stuff to actually some pretty catastrophic stuff depending on the type of debt, the creditworthiness of the government, uh, and of, of course the size, right? So a lot of economists say that government debt that's lower than 110% of annual GDP is actually pretty healthy and manageable. But anything higher than that could definitely become a problem. Mm. Um, One major consequence, of course, is that government has to eventually pay the debts back. And that can eat up a lot of the government's budget, uh, which means less to spend on other things like the military, like public services, education, uh, social safety nets. The U.S. government currently spends about 6% of its annual budget on paying back uh, their bond debt. Um, But some governments spend a lot more than that. You know, one could even argue that at the relatively low level that the U.S. is paying, it's still a bad thing because the government is paying all this interest to investors, which is essentially money going straight from the taxpayer to rich people and big banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but many would say that the benefits of borrowing money to finance the government spending is well worth it.
0: So talk to us about what happens in a situation, say, like Greece a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely in more severe cases, uh, government debt could be a much bigger problem. So for Greece, for example, Greece was heavily indebted, and its credit worthiness was very low. Mm -hmm. So the lenders willing to loan them money uh, to bail them out, demand stiff cuts to spending, as well as selling off of a lot of government assets to pay for that debt service. And this was really bad for Greece. Uh, It caused a large-scale economic contraction there that has lowered living standards
0: considerably. So another country that people talk about in regards to debt is Japan. Why is Japan not facing economic ruin? You know, when their debt to GDP ratio is so much worse, even than Greece during the Euro crisis. I mean, I think Japan has a debt to GDP ratio of about 200%, Mm -hmm. um, higher than than Greece's was. And, you know, in addition to that, the economy is relatively stagnant. Mm. So
1: why wouldn't Japan then be in dire straits? Yeah, it depends on who the money is owed to. And in Japan's case, it's mostly owed to itself, and it's in yen. Mm. Uh, So if the value of the yen falls, the debt is still basically the same, uh, and it's Japanese citizens, Japanese banks that own most of that debt. So Japan only has to answer to Japan in this case. I see. Uh, And Japan has enough money and is rich enough to pay off all its debt and to pay for what it needs. Uh, If the country needs more money, it can get it from the Japanese people and banks. Uh, On the flip side Greece had debts in the euro its debts were controlled by foreigners when the Greek economy went bad It was German and French banks that wanted their money back Mm -hmm. Uh, The economy went down more and it couldn't pay its citizens or the debt and it couldn't get more money from its own citizens So it's all about the ability to make payments and not so much about the size of the debt. Yeah, exactly exactly Uh, historically uh, if you look at the UK after the Napoleonic Wars uh, actually had a debt-to-GDP ratio of over 250%. Mm. Uh, it was also almost over 250% after World War II. You know, it's not about the size of the debt. It's about the ability to make payments. Uh, Japan was rich. Its people was able to pay off, uh, help pay the government. And Greece was poor, and its debt was owed uh, to foreigners.
0: Okay. That's the same thing that the uh, Venezuelan debt of kind of $60 billion being so crippling, you know, much contrasting to the national debt in the U.S. of yeah, $20 trillion. Got it. you learned something new today? If you did, send us a tweet or send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have suggestions on future episodes. Thank you as always to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit. We will see you all next week.